0: Hey guys, welcome to another reoccurring episode on TRT The Podcast. This is going to be our Q&A. It's going to be popping up here and there. We've had some people throw in some questions and we're going to be answering them one by one. This episode of TRT The Podcast is brought to you by Connect Fully Electric Tractors. G'day guys, welcome back to TRT The Podcast. We're here today to do our Q&A. This is Really nice for me because I get to just sit with you guys and answer some of the questions. We've had a lot of amazing questions in, and I'm going to try to put these podcasts in between some of our guest podcasts to give some feedback. A lot of these questions are often very personal to me, and today is no different. I had the question of, have you ever been afraid? Have you ever been scared? Did you fear working with horses? You always seem that you're very confident and secure and confident with your horses. Is there a stage where you're ever afraid or not knowing what to do? Of course, it's a confronting question that probably a lot of people have experienced. And a lot of people may feel or believe that I've always been feeling in my comfort zone. But as a young boy, starting out riding, I was actually a nervous rider. I was really petrified on my ponies. I was the child that was crying quite often in the beginning, having throwdowns when my mother was trying to teach me how to ride. I was not the gung-ho child that got on and was galloping around and cantering and riding in the beginning without saddle And bridle or halter. And the start was hairy for me. I wasn't a confident young boy. I was an only child. I was also the child that was having to be held by the teacher as I was crying and kicking and screaming when my mother left me, my first days at school. And I was also insecure when I first started to ride. I really wanted to be with ponies. My mother worked in a stable and I was around the horses all the time. And I emulated a lot of the people, including my mother and my grandfather with horses. And I wanted to ride. I wanted to be that cowboy. I wanted to be the young boy that was yeehawing around on the pony. But when it started out, I was not confident. And there was many times where I was in tears and didn't dare myself to canter. And I can't do it, Mum. And Mum would leave me and let me go through my emotions and Explain to me very calmly that it's okay and you can take your time and you don't have to candor today. And something inside me would always say, But now I'm doing myself an injustice. I can't walk away from this. I want to be able to do the things that the other kids are doing. And of course, this challenge, this feeling inside me of wanting to complete that, to wanting to overcome it. This is the thing that sort of lived in me all the way along. It's what's challenged me. It's what's pushed me to do all the hours to take on the horses that were challenging and to continue to do that. And with that sort of mindset, very quickly, I became the child that was riding with all the other kids and riding bareback and going on vacations with our ponies and never picking up the saddle. And galloping past the traffic on the dirt roads and swinging in the shop windows being real outlaws with the ponies doing all kinds of crazy stuff riding with friends through the apple orchards and having the farmer chase us on a bike and doing all the things that you do as a kid as a daredevil and the confidence grew but the thing that gave me the fear in the beginning was the unknown I was unsure of the feeling I was unsure of the sensation and when you're growing up and you're developing skills of playing in sport I was playing football I was very good at at physical sports I could pick something up very quickly my coordination allowed me to feel like I was good at something very quickly And so I developed a sensation and the feeling and awareness that I was always in control of my body and I was handy and I could kick a football with my left foot, with my right foot. And when it came to the horses, there was an aspect in the beginning that I couldn't control. And I think it was that that gave me the fear. It was that that gave me the sense of not knowing what was going to happen, that I couldn't predict or dictate completely what was going to happen. And I think there was also aspects in my life that also emphasized that. My parents uh, split up when I was young, eight years old. And so that there was another area in my life that I couldn't control. And so some of the time I think I felt those elements when working with the horses. There was an element I couldn't control. It was out of my control. It was going to give me a sensation, a feeling and an emotion in which I wasn't creating, it was being created by an external source. And as I went through the process of having this inner drive to say, I'm going to do this, I, I want to succeed, I don't want to do myself the injustice in walking away from this, that's when I started to learn the value in facing things that were difficult. Even at a young age, you know, the self-celebration and getting into canter the first time being able to dare myself to, while I was in Canada, to ask the horse to continue to go forward. And then, of course, that snowball effect, being alone with your pony. My mother left me sometimes to, you know, the responsibility to saddle my pony myself, to bridle my pony myself. I remember times where mum said, okay, go and get your pony ready. And then I'd be fist farting around and not be very handy at it. And it was after school time. And by the time I got the pony ready and I'd start to walk him out, and get ready to get on in the paddock, or the small field Mum was going to help me. It was already dark, and Mum said, well, now it's too late, you have to put him away. I was thinking, God, I didn't, all that, and I didn't even get to ride him. And so that, that felt that hunger, and that sort of self-responsibility of, okay, I have to be quicker at this, I have to be able to be efficient, and get the saddle on as quick as possible, that I can get on and ride, and, then, and actually then enjoy my pony, and enjoy the experience of riding. I wanted to ride. And so this sort of built all these kind of internal goals in me that I continued to try to achieve to getting into the first canter after all the throwdowns and the meltdowns and the, and, the, and the crying fits and the frustration. And then that built into pushing myself to be able to do it and then to continue to do it and then to branch out into trying other things, to ride out on the, on the road. I had a pony in the beginning when he was in the wide open spaces, he would take off and that of course may be even more insecure i'd be at pony club and i was in the ring and i was fine in the ring and as soon as he got out of that ring he would bolt back to the trailer and of course in my mind in that moment i thought this was the total wrong situation i wanted the pony like the other kid that was always good and always sweet and he could have fun and he was going in and out the bending poles and he was doing cavalettis and he was jumping in the jumping lane not holding the reins and i was thinking of all the things i couldn't do and i was thinking remembering, thinking as a young boy, that I had the wrong pony. But when I look back now, I actually realised that was the right pony. That was the pony that made me get over that fear. I continued to want to do it. And I think it gave me the determination and the understanding and the experience that if I stick to it, that was going to be the make or break in, a, in many of those moments that I was going to say, actually, this is too hard, and I'm going to step away from it, and I'm going to try something else, I'll ride my bike, or ride my dirt bike with my father, or, or try something else. And probably, if I chose to try something else, then horses really wasn't for me. But that I chose to stick to it, and I had that difficult pony that made me overcome, it made me go through the, the difficult times, the trying times, and it gave me those early life skills to realize there is a way that you're able to find the knowledge and i also learned through that process by taking those skills and taking that ingredients with me that when i go further along and i started to ride track work and race horses and i started to unconsciously have this ability to get around a horse to not offend a horse to be able to get on and to be able to ride the horses nobody could ride or get him out on the track or get him over a jump or Stop him being spooky or trusting the process, or like a lot of people do, they start out by helping other people with horses that are a little bit difficult. Unconsciously, I had that ability to be able to get along with horses and get them to do things other people couldn't. And it came from that time. It came from that adversity of me feeling the difficulty of not being able to do it and then overcoming that and being able to do it. And then having the confidence in myself that if I had a difficult and tricky situation, whether it be with a horse or with myself, I was able to make a solution to overcome that. And that feeling of empowerment and that feeling of success, of having a skill that you develop and you found yourself, you're able to feel like you're in control and also let go. Let go of not having to control everything, that you were not in control of everything all of the time. And that actually letting go was the thing that gave you the freedom and the feeling of security. And then, of course, as I went along and I had more horses that were challenging and had to create more solutions, for sure I was in situations when I didn't have the skills in knowing how to start a horse properly and I didn't have the breakdown and the steps and the knowledge and the insight of what the TOT method is made up of now. I was stepping into the stirrup where the horses weren't perfectly prepared, where I thought if I had a bit of bend on them, that was enough. And for sure, I get into situations where I thought, oh, if something goes wrong now, I don't have the skills. And there was definitely moments where I questioned, oh, should I be sitting here? Or well, the horse went to buck a little bit, and he did buck a little bit, and I managed to stay on somehow, even though I'm not very good at sitting on a bronc. And then the fear of, oh, do I get off now? What do I do? And now being in that situation where I was the trainer, I was the one meant to be educating the horse for the client, and being in the situations where I felt like I didn't have the answers, again I fell back on that determination of, this is going to be possible, and I believe in helping the horse. I believe in the passion of making things better, and when I came from that standpoint. I stopped questioning myself. I didn't see the doubt. I started to have less uncertainty. I only focused on the possibility of helping, coming from a place of care, of wanting to do better, of wanting to help the horse, of wanting to help this person with their horse. And then the solutions came to me. Some solutions that I'd never thought of before. I'd never read a book. I'd never. We didn't have YouTube back then. You know, we didn't have the sources to be able to give us the knowledge of knowing what to do. But having that belief and having that mindset and having that focus, somehow that knowledge and those things were given to me. They came to me. And the more knowledge I had and the more I could analyze the steps that I took to overcome that, to solve that problem, to to create that solution, the more certainty I had. It was the not knowing what to do. It was the not knowing what was going to happen. And the more I could prep myself and equip myself with the knowledge of reviewing what I'd done in the past, um, knowing what knowledge I had and what knowledge was maybe missing, what was the piece, where was the part where I became uncertain, where was the part where I could only see darkness, I couldn't see the light, I couldn't see the path. And where could I gather some information in order to make me feel secure that I could be certain that my horse was certain he knew what to do and it would keep me safe? So, the knowledge was the thing that created the certainty, which got rid of the uncertainty, which got rid of the fear. You know, a lot of the things that make us afraid or insecure when working with our horses is the feeling of not being enough, which is a lack of information, to lack of knowing, a lack of experience that you haven't performed it before. The uncertainty, the not knowing what to do, so the equipping yourself. You know, very early on, I was also, without knowing it, unconsciously simulating things. So through my mind, I would start to feel, okay, I'm going to do this, and he may get a bit nervous here, and this is the technique, the proactive step I'm going to take to help him through that. So, I would be already telling myself, already visualizing what the possible outcome could be, what could be the possible threats, and what is it that I'm exactly going to do at that moment in order to make sure that this stays on the solid path. So, not stepping into a situation, going, okay, I'm going to see how this goes. And then already being insecure through not having a plan, through not already have simulated. Visualize it in my mind of what I'm going to do. And so I was able to set myself up unconsciously. Now I'm teaching these things because I review them and I see what I've been through in the past. And those moments where we become un- insecure and we don't know what is going to happen, that is when we get fearful. So the preparation of gathering the knowledge we need, simulating it, doing the visualization, preparing yourself with the information you need, so you know when you get into that situation exactly what you're going to do. You feel that you've done it before. The horse is feeling from you that you know how to guide him in that situation. When you know you have the information to be able to guide another, then you know you have the information to be able to guide yourself. So, of course, it's a long process. And a lot of people see now the online training and the difficult horses and the thousands of horses that I've started on the saddle from wild horses to problem horses to horses that are coming to me for the last chance and they've been to the best of the best of the wild cowboys and they come to me with all kinds of human problems and all kinds of insecurities and difficulties and undesired behaviors. And people see that side of it and think, that, of course, I've always been like that. But I think I've gotten to that stage because I was insecure, because I came from a fear-based situation, because I came to the crossroad of possibly choosing something else, giving up. Maybe horses wasn't for me, and I didn't choose that. I chose to have a life with horses. And because I overcame that, because I was forced to make those choices, because I was Scared because I had moments of fear, insecurity, questioning myself. That's brought me to this place. I think if I didn't have that, then I wouldn't have had the adversity. I wouldn't have had the challenges. I wouldn't have had the things that pushed me to be disciplined, to be consistent, to do the hours, to do the work, to search, to look, to research, to find, to self explore, to realize it was about self knowledge and self improvement. And that working with horses was about finding me. And I think the more people that realize that insecurities is the key, it is the map, it is the way in which you're going to be able to grow, then everybody's journey with horses can be infinite. So guys, I hope this has helped you. I really love your questions. I love to share personal things from my own life and my own development be good to your horses and we'll see you again next time